Dude, I am. Don't even go into NPR voice because I will just go to sleep. <laughs> Do you ever uh, live life like James Hetfield and sleep with one eye open? Um, no. No? No. I've done it like, like not sleep, but like I've definitely like been really tired and like watching something and like I got one eye closed and I'm not even paying attention and I'm like, I should probably go to bed. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll have like, I'll get the droopy eye for sure. And like. The droop eye, that's a good word for it. Yeah, like you just physically did it into the camera. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I do that all the time. Like, Yeah, but you're not asleep, but you're like half asleep. It's really weird. Dude, yes, because like one eye goes down, right? And you know that mm-hmm. one eye is open and your eyes are slowly rolling up into your head. So like the other one's rolling up behind your like your eyelid. And I have that happen all the time when I'm laying in bed and watching YouTube. And the strangest thing, and I'm sure you can relate, is that, like, everything goes dark. Like, you have one eye open, but everything goes dark. You can no longer see. Like, it happens a lot when I'm reading, too. Like, I'll get through a paragraph, and then all of a sudden, everything goes dark. And I, like, shake my head, and, like, I come to, and I'm like, I have to read that paragraph again. And next thing you know... (laughs) I've read the same paragraph 17 times. I'm like, I just need to make it through this page so I can go to sleep. And then it takes another hour to do that. Because you got to keep rereading it. Over and over. And every time, like, you only retain three or four more words from, (laughs) like, the previous one. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. I don't get the darkness, but I I get, I call it the fuzzy, where, like, just my eyes go unfocused. and Uh, like. okay. Okay. I get that. You ever get that way too, where like you just you're sitting and you're not really looking at anything, and then like you become unfocused and like you realize that you're not focused on anything, but like again, you kind of have to like snap your head to get out of it. It's a weird, like self hypnosis thing. It's like I feel you could put one of those magic eye puzzles in front of your face, and, and you would instantly, instantly it. see it. Yeah, <laughs> like I get exactly what you're talking about. Like your eyes start to cross a little bit, and everything's just in a haze. Honestly, yeah. I don't know why talking about this makes me think of that movie Mallrats, but I maybe for sure maybe the entire time I watched it, like I was in that state. Sorry, Mike. Well, there's there is also like the uh, the the eye puzzle sub story in the oh, movie. Oh yeah, that's why uh-huh. I'm thinking of it. All yeah, because right, he sees it's the schooner. Yeah, it's not a schooner. It's a sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The weird shit that I retain from movies, man, like I immediately had a connection to that movie and I had no idea why. Yeah, it's because you relate. So Kevin Smith writes relatable human people sometimes. Then they get uh, self parody. Yeah. What do they call that? Is Um, that flanderization? You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah. Like to the point where they're so over the top that they're a parody of themselves. Yeah, like it happens like in all long running shows, like where the characters become a cliche of like what people liked about them in the first place. Okay. At that point you you just have to end the show. To I mean, I think that's kind of what happened with like Seinfeld. You know, like Kramer was Dude, I was just thinking of Kramer. Like mm-hmm. while yeah, you were going over exactly. that, I'm like, like Kramer? Uh-huh. Dude, exactly. We are on the same wavelength. For two tired boys, we are on the same wavelength. It's like we should host a show together or some shit. <laughs> Dude, I feel like it was maybe yeah, it was last time. 
that we talked was for Brokeback Mountain. Uh, uh, sure sorry, was. everybody, that we missed a week there. I was yeah, dog sitting. Well, not only that, I, I fully admit it was my fault for one selfish and one I call a selfless reason. Uh, we totally just took last week off, called an audible. Uh, the selfish reason, of course, uh, surprise to no one. That was also the literal day uh, Final Fantasy sixteen launched. If you know anything about me, listeners, I am an absolute Final Fantasy weeb. So uh, I just wanted to play that. Selfishly, don't care, fully admit. Sorry, not sorry. Actually, also, I did. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was I was just going to say, honestly, like the real reason why we all did it is like we got a lot of hate mail and they're like, listen, we're not going <laughs> to listen to your show if you keep doing pride stuff. And so we buckled sure. like all these major corporations. Uh huh. Just kidding. Misleading. We're not a bunch of douchebags. No, but uh, on that, I did watch the movie we had intended to watch, which was Too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Julie Newmar and. I got to say, man, it was not a great flick. Uh, you started off the message to me last week being like, hey, man, um, do you want to just like connect next week? I watched the movie. It's not great. And I don't want you to have to watch it. And then I yeah. feel like there is an asterisk. And then like I had to read the fine print and it said, I really want to play Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. And that too. You know what, man? I I'm all here for that. <laughs> But also, I don't think I would have been able to record anyways as the new yeah. puppy uh, within like 10 minutes of being in a car pukes everywhere. Sure thing. So That's very common. So I was not. Yeah, I was, it was not serendipitous, recording. my friend. It was serendipitous. Yeah. How you like in uh, Final Fantasy 16? Did you beat it yet? I am fucking loving it. I have not beat it only because I'm one of those guys. I'm taking my time, even though like I kind of want to get through it now. Uh, because it's one of those, like, to do the full thing, like, it restarts and you replay the game on, like, the super hard difficulty that's going to unlock for me, too. Oh, nice. Cloud dies at the end, by the way. Cloud dies at the Is that like a Snape dies at the end? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Spoilers. Just kidding. <laughs> it's I, a, I don't know. I don't even no, know I'm a really, single I'm, character's name in that game. Probably, like, Rufius or something. Uh, there is a Sid. There's always a Sid. There's been a Sid in every know. game since, like, Final Fantasy. Actually, since the first one. I think so. Almost all of them have a Sid. There's one. That Is there one? I forget. I think so. Because I know even in the first one, you get your uh, you get your flying ship from a dude named Sid. He's generally always associated with airships in a way or flight. What a cool through line. I love all that shit about the Final Fantasies, how they take, like, there's usually always something similar. I like when they they mix it up, too, like how Seven has no reference to crystals at all, which is cool, too. But generally, crystals are a big part of any Final Fantasy story. Yeah. Absolutely. But, uh... The crystals, yeah, I, I, the I'm heroes of light it. are referenced a shitload. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the lore behind that stuff's so dope. But yeah, I'm hearing it's an amazing game. But you got to get through it so you can come back to the dark world of Diablo. <laughs> I want to too. I saw you guys playing a lot, and I'm like, nah. I just, I got, I got. I'm here's. The, I'm not even feeling like I'm struggling with Final Fantasy because it's also it's super narrative driven this time, and uh, 
also very obviously wears the Game of Thrones influence hardcore on its sleeve. But man, it leans into it real hard. I'll say that too. It's a super violent, oppressive game. I uh, I downloaded I downloaded the demo and like Mm -hmm. that first. I don't know. I turned off the demo after like two minutes, but like half of that first cutscene where you're just those icons or whatever the hell they're called flying around. You're a phoenix. I was like, oh, that's dope. Well, I'm going to go play a Diablo now (laughs) because, of course, I was not able to be in front of my computer. Right. And I didn't want to be on my Steam Deck the whole time. And so I bought it again on the PlayStation. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm fucking idiot. But uh, man, you like what you like, like what you like. That's the whole motto of this show. Here's the thing. You could buy Diablo four twice or you could spend eight dollars a month on Twitter. And one of those is still the much smarter decision to make. Oh, God, I'd, I would buy Diablo another three <laughs> times before I spent eight dollars on Twitter. <laughs> Dude, every person that I if I see somebody <laughs> comment on something and they have a blue check mark, immediate disregard. Yeah. Like, I do not yeah. care if you have a check mark. You're an idiot. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> you're an idiot. All of the people that I cared to read their stuff used to have check marks and now they don't. It's yep. like it's like and, everything reversed except for all of these people are so dumb that they're paying $8 oh, so a dumb. month. And you can see it when we know that they're not important. Boosted. Yeah. Not only that, they're just base. Ah, oh, it's it's the worst. It's the worst time to be on anything. Twitter sucks, Reddit sucks. Reddit's dying. Everything's dying. Dude, Sean. Reddit's always The sucks. planet's dying. Reddit's we got to save it. We got to be eco-terrorists like Avalanche. Yo, I Save still listen to Megaran's Black Materia album like yeah. once a week minimum. Damn, dude, that Avalanche song is so good. <laughs> I had that on like repeat when I was snowboarding over the over the winter. Man, so good. Well, uh, snowboarding is somewhat tieable into our episode today. Hell yeah! Okay, dude, dude. We talked about this in December, Hold on. right? But yeah, but I, I have to do. I have to declare one rule uh, for the rest of the episode. You and I have to refer to each other as brah. Brah, that's that's not even oh. a problem, brah. Okay, brah. All right, brah. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like if I was out and about and like at a beach or something, and you called me like brah, I'd be like, dude, you're gonna get sucker punched, like right in the throat. I say bra all the time. I call people bra, but I do it ironically, and it's one of those things that, like, I started doing it to be funny, and then it stuck. Okay. And uh, well, it sounds I'm kind of stuck when with you it say now. it the way you say it. Like bra, <laughs> bra. It like sounds like you're trying to fight, start a fight with a surfer. Yeah, I mean that's all they say in this movie as uh, bra. Doesn't he say like Rochacho at some point? No, there's I'm no sure way. he does. That was said on wrestling Maybe. last night, and it made me laugh. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> I believe I I rolled right with it because it fit completely in universe. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I'm so tired that last night has flowed into today, and I don't know what's real anymore. And oh, so I started talking about um, fucking Brokeback Mountain, and I remember I said on there that I was miserable that I had to watch this movie on the only nice day. Oh, yeah. And then record. I will tell you that since that day that we recorded, every day following that has been rainy. The last week has been torrential downpour and nonstop thunderstorms. 
And today was the only day with sunshine, so. What the fuck? And look at you. What the fuck? I have me. to spend these days inside watching movies. But I'll tell you what. I enjoy them. Anyways, as I was saying, in December, we have Action Movie December, yeah? Yeah. And we talked about it back there. I I love that it like it's Action Movie December. It doesn't even have to do anything with Christmas. But to me, in my head, I I connect the dots. Like, oh wow, it's Christmas time. It's action movie time now. Basically, mainly because of this show. All right, and yeah. we are talking about you know there's there's half Christmases, right? So why not do July a half Christmas action movie month, right? Yeah. So, so we yeah. get to do it twice a year because this is honestly like the most. Some of the most fun that I have is watching action movies and talking about them. So being able to do it for a month twice a year is pretty kick-ass. I, one, didn't know I loved action movies as much as I do until we started doing this sort of month or yearly celebration. And then I, like, I think both of us have just fucking fallen in love completely with action movies as a genre. Yeah. And then we also realized that, like, there's a whole lot of these movies. And, and a whole lot of good ones. <laughs> yeah. So, and why the hell not have fun while we're here for this short time on Earth? Let's fucking double up. Uh, the problem is, Sean, we don't have an official name for this month. Yeah. We've, like, talked about 40 different names, I think. I think so. I, I think we did talk about them. I don't even remember, like what we settled on i'll have to like find that chat we didn't even settle on anything but no oh there it is the ryan kyle and michael chat we what have did you say you said action movie half december <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love action how... movie not even july i love how <laughs> stupid that is it's got like december it's... in the name <laughs> movie half to does it is it just half the month of December? what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean nobody actually uh, knows and then i okay. had the five weeks of half christmas which i don't know how that works because it doesn't even involve action movies but in my head it makes sense because now i associate christmas with action are movies. there five weeks in july too there is holy shit this month there's five weeks well, yeah, but there's only going to be four Fridays. Okay, we'll be good. No, but there's this five is like Fridays. A, oh, this of is, July? Yeah, of July. And that's what, this is like, oh, never mind. we're sort of, this episode is sort of a priming the pump, yeah. uh, so to speak. Uh, also, I guess you knew, I did not know our buddies, Beer Me, were also literally doing this same fucking movie last week. Okay, so here's the deal. We have yeah. been talking about this movie for like the last month and a half. Yeah, like putting it out there that we are going to be doing this. So when I saw last week, Dave, it was either Dave or Brian had posted on their bear me a movie thing that they were covering point break. I'm like, are you fucking serious? We already have this on the docket for the exact mm -hmm. same week that they did yeah. a covering of it. It's like that yeah. time that I think you and Ryan did Kingpin, and Mitch and I, as a joke, did the Big Lebowski at the same time. And we're just like, yeah, it's the same thing. It's bowling, you know? But this is legitimately the same movie. It, it's the exact same. It's funny. Uh, I haven't listened to their episode yet. 
Uh, I actually haven't either. Because it just came out. I was. I hadn't like seen a Saturday this movie, morning so. thing. You hadn't seen this movie. I, I tell you what, it's another one of those for me that I haven't seen it since I was a wee lad. Like I've seen bits and pieces on TV throughout, but this is the first time I've probably seen this movie in twenty twenty five years. And uh, all right, that's it. Was almost like a fresh watch. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Uh, I'm glad that this was like a fresh watch. I hear this movie. I guess not referred to all the time, but it's always whenever I hear it talked about, it's just talked about with the expectation that literally everybody's seen this movie. Mm -hmm. And I remember growing up, it was like always on TV, like TNT or USA or whatever channel it was, was always playing a lot. And I somehow channel for men managed to never see this movie, like even a single part. I've never seen a single second of this movie. Not even the skydiving scene. That's like nope. one of the most famous. Wow. Not okay. even the skydiving scene. I've only seen like a quick snippet of them with the, you know, the former president's masks. Like sure, sure. everybody knows that. Well, I can't say that because I just basically was like, what the heck? Why does everybody just assume people have seen this? But even me, who somehow managed to never see a single second of this movie, knew that, you know, the bank robberies with the with the masks, but I had no idea what Keanu Reeves's character was going to be. It was like speed. Like I completely even forgot that he was a cop in that, but I had no idea going in blind, even what his character was in this movie. He's a special FBI agent, Johnny Utah. What a badass name, dude. (laughs) Like I love that that went through, Tons of script rewrites. By the way, rewritten by James Cameron. Really? And uh, yeah, James. This movie was directed by his then wife, Catherine Bigelow. That I knew. As soon as her name uh-huh. popped up, I'm like, oh, that's Jan- uh, James Cameron's ex-wife. Totally forgot that she directed this movie till watching it. I was like, oh shit, this is Catherine Bigelow, and I. He's an EP, but then he's also an uncredited right. Like him and Catherine did a final draft of this script. But wow. he was uncredited because of Writers Guild shit. I, union stuff's weird sometimes in Hollywood. I don't have a leg to stand on any of that. I can't even comment. I have mm-hmm. no idea. Like, I also know this, that there's a difference if you see a movie is written by, say, you and me wrote a movie, Kyle Collins and Sean Muldowney. We wrote this. It's different if... They use the word and, or if they use the ampersand. You know what I mean? Interesting. That's wild. So if if they use the word and, that means you and I worked on the script together. But if they use the ampersand, that means that I wrote the script and they bought it, and eventually you rewrote parts of it after they bought it. Oh, you know what? That actually makes sense. Or it might be flipped, but I think that's the way it works. No, I think you're right on that. Because the mm-hmm. and would mean that we co-wrote it, and then like yeah. the amp- like the short form that makes sense. That like you wrote it, and I just made tweaks. Yeah. I don't know why that makes sense in my head, but that makes complete sense. And it's cool, like because I've seen that all the time, and you never think about it. I thought it was just a stylized thing, but it has a deliberate reason for why it's written that way. I'm never not gonna think of that whenever I see that. I'm going to pay attention going forward. To like when I see the written by pop up on the screen, I'm be like, oh yeah, there's two of you, huh? Who actually did this? <laughs> who was the main contributor and who yeah. stole the other guy's work? But yeah, 
Uh, Ryan Gosling changed one word in it. He got his name on there. (laughs) He's kind of written by, contributed (laughs) to. It's sort of, uh, I think they do the similar thing with uh, Always Sunny, kind of. Is it because they, um, does improving lines and anything have anything to do with that? I don't know about, I have to imagine it it, does. I don't know, actually, because that's, that's. Got to be classified as performance. It's not written, so you wouldn't get it written by. You still have, like, an outline of what they want you to say. Yeah, and there's, like, an overall story theme. and You're just too cool to say what exactly they wrote. I don't know. I did acting, and I was probably an asshole actor for what I... Because I always preferred to do a lot of improvisation. <laughs> and, uh, They're like, Kyle, just read the words as written. You're like, nah, right. man, I'm too good nah. for this. Nah, Wait till you see how funny way. I am. Listen, brah. I guess I was a diva. <laughs> Listen, brah. <laughs> I am not a crook. Goddamn. Uh, Dude, you want to give these listeners a quick breakdown of this movie? It's actually not that. Yeah, for a Kiana movie, there's not like 12 different plots going on at the same time. There's like a straight line through this entire thing. It's pretty basic, pretty nice. easy to follow. Yeah, I like that, which is what you want in an action movie. I don't, I'm not watching Point Break to fucking think and go through feelings and emotions, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not having Try to juggle like six storylines. Like, yeah. sometimes I appreciate that when I'm surprised by that, but I was so over the moon that I, I didn't even have to think about that. But yeah, and... Basic rundown of the story is Keanu Reeves is a fresh rookie FBI agent named Johnny Utah who gets drafted to the L.A. branches robbery division, specifically, I think, bank robbery division, Um, and uh, gets partnered up with Gary Busey, who uh, has been tracking this group of criminals that rob banks in president's masks, and uh, they're always in and out in 90 seconds. And he starts to believe, uh, much to the chagrin and ridicule of his co-agents, that this bank robbing crew is a band of surfers. And so he convinces young uh, Johnny Utah to go undercover (laughs) with surfers. So basically, encourages him to buy a surfboard and learn to surf and get paid to do it. Even though technically he claims that he's doing it off the clock. Yeah, well, this, yeah, I, dude, first off, surfers was such a cool (laughs) idea. Like, it does sound ridiculous. Talking about it sounds so ridiculous. And in my head, like, I always kind of knew it involved like surfers somehow. I'm like, surfers and bake robberies. Like, what the fuck? That's so dumb. Uh But watching the movie, it feels like such a novel idea and it really works. It works really well. It's also incredibly 90s, which I fucking love. Yeah. This movie is seeped in the 90s. I sent a pic of Gary Busey's outfit at one point to the group chat just because I had that exact same shirt he's wearing as a kid. <laughs> of course you did. It's a fantastic shirt. It's like a blue umbro. Weird. You know the design if you think of a 90s shirt. You've yeah. seen it. So, um, so that was great. Uh, and then so Keanu does somehow luck into uh, getting in with the surfers before or after he gets roughed up by a different group of them. And uh, 
He gets Even his ass kicked by Anthony Kiedis. It's totally Anthony Kiedis. Absolutely. I was like, I, I was like oh I shit, how, Anthony Kiedis? What's yeah, up, dude? I he was in this movie at all. Uh, that was like, where's Flea? He's in everything. He usually is. Flea is in a lot with Kiedis a lot. Uh, although I think Flea... No, Kiedis is also in Back to the Future. I have to rewatch that. I don't remember seeing Kiedis in that. Flea's definitely in it. I know Flea is... What, Back to the Future 2, right? Yeah, but I thought... See, when he's the bully in the current year, Michael J. Fox or Marty McFly, I thought... Kiedis was one of his buddies in like the passenger seat when he's trying to get him to race. I think it's like a bit part, but I'm I'm almost positive Kiedis is in it. I'm sure you're right. I need to go back and watch it. I've only seen the first one. They're also in once. this Charlie Sheen movie where he's like a criminal fleeing in a car. Amazing. Amazing. It's great. He works he worked so well with this uh with this other ragtag bunch of surfers. And I say ragtag, but these dudes are like hardcore, man. And he's convinced that it's these guys because he's already befriended Bodie's crew, which is uh, which is Patrick Swayze, which I got to say was super weird to see him with a with a goatee with that. Yeah, with actual facial hair. Yeah, but, uh, it was so weird. I also like, dude, I totally get like why Patrick Swayze was a total dreamboat. Like, oh, dude. <laughs> wow. Dude, if I was the same exact person that I am right now, back in like 1989, like at the same age, I'd be like, that is one of the hottest dudes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. He's really pulling it off. Uh, he's also got that weird hippie dude energy where everything is connected. Here's the thing. I've known a dude like this guy. Not even remotely attractive, but just like the charm and the charisma. <laughs> and like, he gets people to buy into his weird hippy dippy bullshit. Like yeah. it's like I, cult it's leader totally, style. Exactly. It's totally cult leader shit. And Bodhi is on the level of a cult leader with a lot of these guys. They're, they're yeah. younger, uh, troubled youths that don't seem to have a direction in life. And Bodhi like takes them up and gets them into a life of bank robbery to fund their, Endless surfing dream. You know what I find fascinating now that we're talking about this is that like he is held in such high regard that when you've got Johnny Utah up against like, you know, he gets cornered by those other surfers, right? That Bodhi shows up and he's like, they're with me, right? And he's held in such high regard that they're just going to like let him go with Bodhi. And as we see in this movie, like Bodhi's not even a violent guy. It's not like... He's going to sit there and actually threaten these guys with violence or anything. They just like buy into his ways. And as we see with what happens to this group of guys, like they will fucking murk anybody. Yeah. You know, it's not like they take and they don't they don't take anybody's bullshit. They are on board. Yeah. With the boadster. Fucking crazy, man. So it's, that uh, leads that leads to yeah. them being convinced that like they're the ones robbing the bank. So they set up a raid that goes horrendously wrong. <laughs> There's also just a naked chick running around kicking people's ass. She was the most badass character of this entire yeah, dude, movie. She, she shakes she the dude the, like seven times while completely naked. She fucking beats the shit out of Johnny Utah and kicks him in the face and fucking beats the shit out of Gary Busey and yeah. stabs him like seven times. Yeah. Holy <laughs> Jesus. 
Also, I wanted to point out like the the big fight scene on the beach between Keanu and all those guys. Uh, Anthony Kiedis gets knocked out with the first punch because he's the only one that didn't go to like the fight boot camp. So the, f- <laughs> the fight choreographer was like not going to have him take part. So he just gets knocked out instantly. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And then he uh-huh. has almost next to no scenes in the raid, too. All he does is blast for- his and sh- he blasts his own foot off, <laughs> which was hilarious. <laughs> and his facial reaction. Such good stuff, man. He's screaming nonstop for the next three minutes. It is yeah. impeccably amazing. Yeah. And he, do- he blasts the shit out of that foot, which is a great special effect. Oh, uh, it was a better also, special effect than the guy getting shot in the forehead. Yeah, that's the other... Like, it's funny to me, a lot of the special effects are... Like, I mean, we'll jump around a bit just to talk about them, but, like, the shootout at the airport, the one dude that gets blasted, you can see the squib vest he's wearing, like, under his super tight shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, the infamous... Uh, Johnny Utah jumping out of the plane without a parachute. You can totally see the parachute on the stuntman underneath the shirt when he's floating. But again, oh, it's I didn't even I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah, it's you pretty know, as I stuff. won't because I've never seen it yeah. before. And wow, it's pretty nitpicky, but it's fun, and it it's also one of those things that you can like. This movie was shot in seventy seven days, and at some points you can just you can tell they just like blasted through a lot of this. They're like, oh no, we're going on. You know, for what they did in 77 days, like not to jump the gun or anything, they did an incredible job, a really good job. You know, there's the little things like you just mentioned that I'm sure someone with a keen eye or who isn't just watching it for the first time and enjoying it, but they're actually Mm -hmm. looking for stuff might be like, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's weird. But man, the only thing that stuck out to me was the dude getting shot in the head and instantaneously you can see the prosthetic put on his forehead. Yeah. It like it it wrinkles up a little bit. Yeah. 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 Just like you can see where it's glued there, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But again, quick cut. So you have uh, you have Doctor uh, Shit. What was his name in Scrubs? Oh, Doctor Cox. Yeah, Doctor Cox here. Super pissed. He's the FBI director in LA. Super pissed because they had a perfect DA typecast agent. guy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Tom Sizemore showing up too. Yep. Fucking love. rips, rip to yep. the to the beast. Tom Sizemore, man. Yep. And he was a DA agent. DA agent that uh, man. He was this close to. Cracking that case and taking them in and getting the uh, the the big dealer above them, you know. But but he also had to ruin that, this. Yeah, he not only did they ruin his bust, he's like, these aren't your fucking bank robbers, idiot. I've been tracking them for months, and they weren't in the area that the bank got robbed in. They were in when Florida. they needed to be. Yeah, so totally like, not only did they fuck up, they busted the DA's case, but they went in guns blazing, got people killed, and it wasn't even the right crew. Nope. Johnny Utah be fucking up, man. I also love when he goes to the party to meet up with the chick. <laughs> it's like all these surfer dudes. And Johnny Utah shows up with his fucking shirt tucked into his jeans. With a button up, dude. <laughs> and the 90s, like, bro. Dude. Nobody at this fucking party would talk to Johnny fucking Utah. Dude, tell me you're a cop without telling me you're a cop. Yeah, right? It's so obvious. <laughs> he wears the cowboy oh, boots. Man. Dude, there's uh, no way either that these guys... Man, I I don't even mean to rip into this movie. I'm not ripping into it, but this made me laugh too. That uh, when they first meet Johnny on the beach, right? 
and you know they're with uh what's her name taylor tyler taylor right i think it's tyler honestly. yeah so yeah he's with tyler and she's like teaching him how to surf and you got Bodie who comes up and like next thing you know they're all he's like who's this guy right and next thing you know they're playing football on the beach at night which was <laughs> A fun that was a fun scene, you know. It yeah. like plays into the background that he played football, blew out his knee, like really fucked up his knee, which comes up like six more times in the movie. Cause you know, backstory. But anyways, all of a sudden everybody <laughs> recognizes him from his college days playing football. And it's like, man, there's no way he was that big of a star. Well, but I also like everybody gets pissed because he tackles Bodie into the water. And somehow yeah. that is a big offense that everybody wants to kick his ass. Over. And it's like, what the fuck is the big deal? <laughs> yeah, None of you guys will do like you. Nobody in that crew will lay a finger on literally anybody. And you want to kick his ass for tackling him in football. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Utah was a uh, Ohio State quarterback. And uh, funny because that's uh, the first time, but not the only time Keanu Reeves would play an Ohio State quarterback. What's the other movie? Uh, it's a little movie called The Replacements, where the whole premise of the movie is the NFL players go on strike, and so they bring in a bunch of scab oh, players. Oh, I know this movie, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gene Hackman. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty good dude. movie, Early man. Early two thousands, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's like 2002, 2003. Yeah, I remember that movie. I remember it's pretty good, like man. either red or like orange jerseys yep. with like red. blue numbers, right? Blue helmets. Blue yeah, helmets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I haven't thought about that movie since the early 2000s. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a pretty <laughs> good movie, shit. though, man. Man. Uh... So, so, next thing you know, he's like, He's being invited into more uh, more things with these guys, skydiving, midnight surfs, all of that. And the pieces start to put together that it's these guys instead, especially when he shows up with Tyler and he notices that it's the exact amount of people that are robbing bank out there surfing together. Yeah, but it's not that. What is the what is the real giveaway? Because this was hilarious to me and perfect. Was it the tan? It's because the, the dude shows you? his ass. It's the butt. The butt is the key yeah. to Keanu Reeves solving the mystery. Whoa. It's like seeing I've a ghost, the, man. I've seen. <laughs> he looks at a dude's <laughs> ass and the chick goes, hey, it looks like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that ass. I know that thing. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. I know that ass. Yo, that man. ass, like because as uh, uh, when they were robbing the bank earlier in the movie, as this dude ran out, he pulls down his ass to moon everybody, and he has "thank you" written on his two butt cheeks. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, that's one of Gary Busey's things because they have a the tan line. They have yeah, they have the security footage. And it's just this dude's ass, and he zooms in. And he's like, "See that? It's that's a tan, a tan line." line. <laughs> He's definitely a surfer. It's like, what a jump to conclusions. <laughs> Dude, no wonder that he is ridiculed by the department. Yeah. That is basically how he figured this out. And then, like, it, yeah, it goes down this rabbit hole of, like, they he scuffed his soul on something and it left behind wax. But there's three things that it could be. It could be sex wax or... It was, like, such a weird breakdown. Not but, only that, uh, like, I also... 
I'm just now putting together that this makes even less logical sense because at every point in the movie when these guys are surfing, they're always wearing fucking wetsuits. Yeah. So there would always. be no tan line. Nope. Nope. Every time you see somebody in a shirt, it's literally a tank top. Or like that's a shirt fun. that's been converted into a tank top. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Sleeves cut off. Oh, Do you yeah. ever have one of those like you cut yourself like with the huge? That was very big in my Dude, high school era. Half of the tank tops in my cabinet right now are like that. They're just shirts Whereas, that I cut the sleeves off of. And it goes like almost down to my waist. Yeah. Like also, like the full size. Yeah. I've got oh, it. yeah. I don't have Dude, it anymore. Dude, it's so comfy. Yeah. They're pretty sweet when you're pumping iron. Oh. I just wear them skateboarding and it starts billowing. That's true too, yeah. Oh, like a big yeah, fucking... dude, it feels so good. Ah, what that's that why these guys rock it. Oh man, but yeah, Johnny Utah, super super big action star, puts it together, and he's like, "Oh no, these guys that like I've been hanging out with and I like, they're the real bank robbers." So they uh, brah. <laughs> he yeah, he goes to Gary Busey. He's like, "Brah, I know who they are." And I know where they're going to rob the next bank. Yeah. We've got like one day because they're going to do it and then they're leaving town. Bruh. Funny coincidence. He talks about them going. He he follows them and they eat at Patrick's Roadhouse, which Roadhouse. is not a joke about Patrick Swayze's movie Roadhouse. That is an actual restaurant in L.A. on that bit of highway. It's like a no burger kidding. joint called Patrick's Roadhouse. Yeah. Is that where he got, he got the lemonade? No, that was uh, that was just, just like a shack, stand. like a kiosk thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also hilarious. Like he just completely missed these guys running up to rob a bank. <laughs> I laughed out loud. Perfectly timed. There is two moments in this movie where I laughed out loud. I'll get to the other one when you when you get to it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they do all that, uh, and then Johnny Utah gives up the ghost because they come running out and he sees him and he takes shots at him and we get this awesome chase scene, actually. Absolutely. What a kick-ass chase scene that when you hear chase scene and you hear that this is an action movie, you just assume that it's like some crazy char- car chase, right? No, mm-hmm. it is an awesome chase on foot. Yeah. This was that- so cool, man. A lot of it has to do with the camera, and I, I guess like that's because this was like they did a custom made rig, Catherine Bigelow and like a cameraman sort of like Frankenstein this rig together from like a steady cam and a couple of other things that was like mm-hmm. super level and handheld, and they were super into the action, and you can feel it like there's like two or three houses these guys run through, yeah, and it it perfectly captures like this cramped little attitude and the frenetic pace, yeah, yes, exactly. Dude. Look it's, at us, man. Oh, absolutely, man. Like, it keeps cutting from, like, the smooth, like, a smooth camera to your tailing, your tailing Bodie, right, going into this house. And you can, like, while watching it, I'm like, that is literally a cameraman sprinting behind him because it yeah. looks like somebody running with a camera strapped to their chest. And it is just such a cool, high-octane foot chase scene that just has the coolest cameras man and some of the funniest moments of this goddamn movie there is a part in here where he runs where you've got johnny utah running through Uh the house right he starts getting beat by this lady with a broom and he comes around the corner and bodie's got a dog this little (laughs) pit bull that he throws at johnny and johnny grabs the dog and 
punts it, and all you hear is or or, and he I just drop kicks a fucking dog, yeah. drop kick the dog across yeah. the yard. You don't see it, but like, oh, it is. I I laughed way too hard at that. It was it was it so was really unexpected. Funny. It was also such a fun, like, I love that it's such a quick cut, because that is such a fake-looking dog. It was literally just like a fuzzy <laughs> pillow that he kicks. <laughs> the only thing oh, really man. selling it is this dog going, Burr! I, I, I love- really just needed them to quick cut to Anchorman with, you got Ron Burgundy. He's like, Batman! Batman punched Baxter! Uh, I thought you were going to do the that escalated quickly because it like we're in a chase scene and all of a sudden we're throwing dogs and kicking them like Jesus <laughs> Christ! How did we get here, fellas? Yo, Peter but, was uh, pissed. You talk about the 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 chasing camera scene. I love it because it's right before that where it's following Bodie, like you said, and it follows him up the stairs as he runs in, and then it stays outside while he like he turns around and shuts this glass sliding door and locks it, and then we get a quick cut from Keanu. Like, same thing, following behind him. as like he just grabs this pot and smashes through the window. Yeah. Like, ah. in one smooth motion. There's yeah. a lot of scenes in this movie, too, where it just feels, the action feels so genuine. In the in the raid scene earlier in the movie with Kiedis' crew there, two of the FBI agents, the ones that are always heckling, you know, uh, Bushi or uh, Busey, um, they run into the kitchen and tackle a guy, and the dude absolutely eats shit while tackling the guy yeah you, you, did you see him when he grabbed him and then he went face first into the cabinet oof oh dude that is a such a big oof moment but that authenticity like it added oh, so much to that scene Dude, we didn't even talk, like, the raid scene before, too, like, when Anthony Kiedis gets his foot blown off, there's that fucking awesome scene with, like, the lawnmower. Oh, dude, and the knife. I was like, man, are they really gonna chop somebody's face off with this old-school uh, lawnmower? They didn't, but I thought they were going to. Dude, it was intense. I, but the way I, it was utilized, whew. It's very, very well done. Uh, those things suck. They're terrifying. They look like torture devices. It was yeah. used very effectively here. Yeah. Um, that whole scene in general was very, very tense. Yes. Very uh, tense. That, this movie does a lot of that great. Because, man, both these skydiving scenes are incredibly tense, man. Like, I love that the first skydiving the scene, that uh, where they first take them up there, it's like a seven-minute skydiving like <laughs> shot. Yeah. When, like, skydiving only takes, like, a minute and a half before you pull your shoe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second one is a lot more in line with that. Yes, yes. The second one felt way more realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are just, like, floating for a long time in that yeah. first one. I love Patrick Swayze the way he exits. Do you remember that? He does like that. No. He, like, just gets his feet straight and does, like, a ballet, like. Oh, yeah, dude. He does so many pikes. Like so there's good, a point man. where he does it like three times in a row. And that was absolute that had to have been him skydiving, right? Because they showed his face multiple times on that first one. I saw different things. There was one where like the studio says that uh they only approved him to do one jump. And then I saw others where they said that like Patrick Swayze did 55 jumps because he loved skydiving. So uh, I he definitely did one for sure. I know that, but I think he did a lot of these as well, or he did all of the same moves or like all of the good shots in the first take. 
Because he that's, also does like this cool uh, figure skater sort of move. That yeah. Because at some point, it got me thinking. Like that's a huge insurance thing. Like you don't mm-hmm. see a lot of people actually doing that in a movie because insurance won't approve it. Exactly, and that's why. Like that's what I read. They would only approve one jump for Patrick Swayze for yeah. insurance reasons. So who's to say? I, it makes sense to at least have done the one, but then. I don't know. He is Patrick Swayze. He was one of the biggest stars in the world at this point. He's yeah. He's got like that Tom Cruise fuck around. Like you can't tell me what to fucking do. I'm and find Patrick out. Patrick yeah. Swayze. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a skydive yeah. fifty five times if I wanna. So right. So obviously this whole scene leads to that crew realizing that Johnny Utah is a law enforcement officer. Yeah. And what I really liked that this movie did was, you know, you could take the route that so many movies do where it turns into a, well, we got to figure out how to get them kind of thing. But they absolutely go a different route and they're like, well, come on. And even he thinks that he's going to like get murked or something. Right. But they end up going to his house and they're like, all right, well, we got to go. Let's go. And so they. this is right after uh, you have Tyler figuring out that he's an FBI agent as well. By and shooting at the pillow next to his head. Jesus like, Christ. Jesus, dude. Like, there's <laughs> no way this was going to end well between the two of you in this movie. Mm-hmm. You literally told her that your parents died. That was real scummy, bro. Dude, so scum, man. Real I felt scum. gross. Yeah. So like, Tyler, I love you. Ugh. I guess I always say the wrong thing. It's like, yeah, dude, you told her your fucking parents died because yeah. her parents died in a car crash. I love how he monologued into a voicemail. <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah. When I say I love that he did it, like, I actually, I very much so enjoyed that voicemail. I was like, oh, yeah, you you, you try to patch that up. You're, you're being the bigger man. But anyways, they come in and they're like, Bodie's boys are trying to, like, get him to kill him. He's like, nah, man, I got a better idea. So they load him into the car and take him skydiving again. And that's the weirdest part. That's like the first time that they take him. And it's after they know he's an agent. And like he has to know that they know that he's an agent. And yet he willingly goes skydiving. It's so fucking weird. But I think it's there just to set up the second skydive scene, which is our big action point in the movie. That's like our our crescendo. So Yeah, I I think that... Oh, yeah, that was the first jump, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't think it's yeah. just threadbare, like, storytelling. Like, again, it's an action movie. We don't care. We're just moving the plot. Well, I do like the subtle details in that he didn't – We it's established the first thing in this movie that he doesn't miss. He doesn't miss with his yeah. gunshots, period. Yeah. And so when he was at the point where his knee blew out chasing Bodhi – Mm-hmm. He could have shot him. And there was like yeah. a good 10 second period where they just stared at each other as Bodie was escaping and, you know, he was laying on the ground and he empties in the cl- entire clip straight into the air, which another uh, super wow. famous scene, a super famous scene from this movie. It's, Jesus. It's been parodied God. and yeah, just him screaming and oh, firing all the shots off. Dear Lord. All I was thinking about was like all these strays killing like that same dog that he punted, you know? <laughs> Um, so then he gets in trouble because you got Busey being like, you don't miss, you don't miss. You're getting too close to these guys. But also Bodie knows that he should have been a dead man 
And so he thinks that he has a little bit of an end. So I like that little touch. True. And then he yeah. knew that he wasn't going to immediately take them. So they get him. But you also have Johnny being nervous that something's going to go down, and he's trying to grab his gun, but he can't. Anyways, they somehow manage to bond with him, and like they get him to grab their hands while skydiving, and they get down to the ground, and Bodie's like, come here, look at this. And it's literally a video of Tyler being kidnapped. Yeah, she's and held up, hostage. Held hostage, and the dude's like pressing a knife to her, and it's like, Bodie's been super friendly, and now he's all like, yeah, dude, I know who you are. I can't kill him. I can't here. hurt anybody, but he can. Mm-hmm. And, and so, he will. so they rope him into another bank thing. He doesn't have a mask. He yeah, starts getting pinned on it. Cops die, and they're setting him up to like take the fall. So they they go in there times. and run without the mask. And then, for whatever reason, like Bodie, they never go for the vault. But Bodie decides this time they're going to go for the vault, and that's when things go wrong. And uh, two of the crew die. Right, two of his crew. One guy gets shot in the head. Another guy gets. Yeah, his like little brother dies in his arms, and then another yeah. one of his crews dies, and then uh, the off-duty police officer gets lit the fuck up. That that bank scene was really cool. It was. I really enjoyed cool, that yeah. a lot. Um. um so that ends up with the... Johnny under arrest. Oh yeah, and then, then Doctor Cox comes in yelling again. And uh, <laughs> Gary Busey just knocks him the fuck out, which is not going to ever go terribly. Oh, no. He absolutely cold Dr. Cox at him. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice setup, man. Yeah, Very nice you. setup. Uh, so, yeah, he knocks him out. Johnny Utah gets free. He knows that they're going to the airport somehow because they've. I don't know. I didn't pick that up on this watch through how he knew that. I don't really remember how he figures it out either. But yeah, they go to the airport, him and Gary Busey, and uh, he sneaks up on them. And then that's where uh, one of the other guys is coming out. Gary Busey shoots him. He shoots Gary Busey. Gary Busey fucking dies. Forgot that happened. Dude, the buckshot to his back. Man, that, that was a really cool effect. Like, sometimes you see somebody get shot with, like, buckshot, and, like, especially from a distance, and it they always do a slug because it's just easier, Yeah. right? But the buckshot effect on his back was really cool. It was a lot of good squibbing. Uh, yeah. Gary Busey gets blasted, and then he dies in Keanu's, or Johnny Utah's arms, and uh, but there's not too much time to mourn because they make him get on the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing, it's... It's Roach and Bodie are the only ones left, but Roach has been shot, and he's not in a good place. But there's only two, uh, two what am I parachutes, right? But there's the yeah. three guys, and they're yep. gonna they're taking Johnny Utah. I I get I don't get why like they don't just fucking kill him at this point. They've already killed not only a cop but now an FBI agent too. Like you are literally fucked. Why yeah. are you taking Johnny Utah? Like you would just kill this guy too. It's really not like they could sit here because in the thing, they leave like a money bag behind with them. They leave the gun there like they're absolutely trying to set this guy up because they know that the plane's going to be picked up by radar. Right. Yeah. It's like there is literally security footage of the people who actually shot people in this bank. Uh-huh. 
And it wasn't Johnny Utah. <laughs> no point, no. So, like, and we know because of this movie that security footage plays a huge part in this. So, shrug. Um, well, that's also yeah. fun. We, we talked about Johnny Utah doesn't miss, and that's the whole thing, like, Bodie knows he has it in. But then I just also remembered when they run out of the bank, Johnny Utah rolls up and shoots at him, and he totally misses. Yeah. Loophole! Well, he, or yeah. pothole! Kablam! Man, I don't want to think too much about this. <laughs> don't overanalyze point break, y'all. No, yeah, but then, yeah. uh, so Bodie gets up. This also leads to another weird part. Yeah. G- but go yeah. on. I was going to say, so we get up in the air. Uh, Johnny Utah tells Roach that, you know, he's dying. That's why he's getting cold. And then uh, Bodie just yeah, dude, that was kicks cold him out of the place. Fuck. It, it was brutally cold, and I loved it. It's uh, like, oh. dude, that was savage. Like, here you have Bodie trying to comfort his dying friend. And you just got Johnny Utah being like, yeah, you're dying. That's why you're cold. You're going to be dead. Soon. Like, and then, bro. so how does Bodie solve this? He just throws him out of a plane. He's like, all right, you know when to pull the ripcord, right? Bruh. <laughs> and then Bodie jumps out after him. And I love yeah. uh, Johnny Utah thinks he's defeated he gets angry he's screaming and he's punching the plane and then what does he fucking do sean yeets himself straight out of a plane bruh with (laughs) he totally yeets himself out of a plane bruh with no parachute and just dives and again johnny utah tackle tackles him in fucking midair and then just does the most improbable thing we're like dude there's i don't care you're not just holding on with your arms and legs to somebody else's parachute. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to like wrap your legs around their neck and like one underneath their armpit and then like also squeeze like in a reverse tombstone pile driver. But I don't even know like the force because that thing snaps, man. You're just. Yeah. You're, you're getting not holding on with your fucking heated. hands. Yeah. Yep. But, but again, don't overanalyze, logic, right? Logic out the window. It's also one of the coolest scenes in film history because he fucking jumps out of a plane without a parachute, tackles so a guy badass. in midair. Just absolute <laughs> insanity. Can't believe it happens. But Bodie still gets away until. Uh, in another scene, real quick, that I started to say before, but you're like, I don't understand why they don't kill him. This all leads to. Bodie's knee blowing out on landing, right? So he can't even Johnny's take... knee. What did I say? Bodie's. Bodie's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Johnny's knee blows out, right? And at this point, you've got what's his name? Rosie or whatever, who's been holding Tyler hostage in Mexico somehow in a day. Right. He anyway, got there. Don't yeah. overanalyze, right? Uh, <laughs> coming up on a Jeep, right? And. Uh, yeah, Bodie just being like, all right, let her go. She can go to him. It's like, why what? are you just letting these guys, like, this dude's ruining your life. Ruining yeah. your life, Bodie. Bruh, what are you bruh. doing, bruh? But no, what yeah, doing, so bruh? Tyler gets away. She goes to Johnny, and then Bodie and Rosie get away. Uh, until we have the uh, the payoff from something else earlier in the movie when they were all around the campfire talking about this mystical magical thing called the 50 year storm which mm-hmm. is coming this up from the antarctica coming from the antarctic that creates these giant swells at a certain i forget where i think they go to he's in new zealand when he finds them that's right yeah he's, he says down around australia so johnny mm-hmm. utah uh it's raining 
we see Johnny Utah staring at somebody on the beach, and we walk down there, and uh, it's Bodie. And uh, turns out he's been tracking him all over the world. He's always just missed him, mm-hmm. but then he knew he would be here for this wave. Yep. So he finds him finally, and Bodie pleads with him, bargains, and says, "Come on, man. What am? Let me ride this one wave. My whole life has been about this." This there's one rocks moment, on, yeah. There's rocks on either side. Where am I going to go? Yeah. And, what does and there's Johnny cops do? descending upon them. And yeah. He lets him go. And then the yeah. cops angrily walk up to him. They're like, how could you let him go? He says, I didn't. And he walks away angrily. And he throws his badge away in disgust. Sean, yeah. Johnny Utah is over the system. Yeah, I love how he, uh, how the cops go, we'll just wait for him to wash ashore. He's like, he's not coming ashore. You know, just knowing he's being lost to the sea. You yeah, know, he's, he let he's him... killing himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's Which never was like be captured. Yeah. Man, I it's it I was in such a weird place because I'm sitting there and like, man, he's really gotta be brought to justice. But in that scene, after this beach fist fight scene, which was also really fucking cool, like like I can't understate how cool that was. You know, you have Bodie trying to drown Johnny under the water just for Johnny to handcuff him to handcuff them two together. Right. Um, And when he's sitting there pleading, you can't help but be like, man, I feel so bad for Bodie right now. Like, I don't know how I felt bad for him in that moment. And when he let him go, knowing that. Bodhi was going to his death. It was just like such a really weird feeling inside. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was like good for him, but also fuck him. Like, fuck yeah. him. It, it was like this weird conflict going on inside. The moral grayness of life's ambiguity. But exactly like you said, Johnny basically said fuck the system which is exactly what Bodie's style lifestyle was about that's what he was leading and he won in the end he won in the end it's dude it's Why? so crazy fuck the system fuck the no, system no it had been system. really funny is if we talked about doing this movie and I watched like the remake from 10 years ago on accident I can't believe they remade this that or attempted to there's no way you're capturing this magic it's I like have you seen it no, I don't want to. Oh, yeah, neither do I. After see, having seen this, I don't want to see this either. Again, how would you do better than this? It's it's you can't for what it wanted to do, what it set out to do. It was perfect. It achieved it. Yeah, it nailed it. And I think that should lead us, Sean, into rating this movie. Wait, <laughs> we never settled on a name, did we? What do we settle on? We'll get to that. We'll get to that after. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have my rating system. Do you have your? I have a rating system too. Okay, buddy. Who wants to start? I'll go ahead. I'll kick us off. Okay. Because I don't want you to steal mine if you have the same one as me. There's no way I'm stealing yours. Okay. Shawnee boy. If if you do steal mine, yeah, I'll actually be impressed. Okay. Let's say that you are four thousand feet up in the air. Dude, I'm going to flip my shit. And you're skydiving, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And you're falling to earth. And okay, generally, we're good. We're good. you got to fall 
uh, when you you got to pull your shoot between under a thousand feet, let's say, yeah, yeah. like between a thousand and zero in hundred foot increments. So like a thousand, nine hundred, eight hundred. On a score of one to one thousand, Shawnee, with one thousand being the best possible height you could open your shoot at for this movie, what level are you going to pull that ripcord? Okay. Uh, and this is in 100 point increments? Yeah. Okay. So like 100, 200, 300, 400. Okay. Uh, folks, I, I really don't want people being always being like, oh man, he just gives these great ratings all the time. That's not true. I, I really <clears throat> don't. And I say this every time. My rating is always based on my enjoyment at the time of watching this movie. This isn't like a, this is a masterpiece. Everybody's got to go out of, uh, out of the way to see it. But Kyle, me sitting down today, I did watch it on Tubi, by the way. It was just, it was so much easier. It's right there, dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had like three commercial breaks. Me whatever. too. That's super um, easy. But uh, I. Dude, especially as the first entry into this action half Christmas July festivity thing that we'll figure out here in a few. This this was the this was the this wasn't even like super action heavy that we've mm-hmm. come to expect from action movies and action movie December, but it was just enough to wet my appetite yep. and get me so fucking hyped for this uh, this next 4 weeks. I love this movie. I, I, I say this so many times on this show that I cannot believe it took me this long to see a movie and I cannot believe it took me this long to see this movie. Mm-hmm. I loved so much about this movie. I loved beginning to end. I love that it didn't diverge much. I, I think the only like subplot you had was the romance with Tyler, the whole yeah. movie. That's like Which the is- only subplot. And that's going to be in almost every big stream mo- movie because yeah. they got to have a subplot for the wives that are watching these movies with their husbands. And it wasn't even as egregious as it was in Jerk Speed. Off motion. No, which not was nearly at all. Not nearly. Like this one actually felt like it made sense. Like it, it started with like the wow, you're a scumbag. And then you actually watch them like connect and blah, blah, right? Dude, I'm giving this movie, I'll give it 900. Very good. Um, Pull it I, I don't 900. You know, I don't know if I can go on to a full 1000. I'm sure, sure I'll regret that in the future, but uh I I love this movie, man. This this was an absolute blast. Um Kyle, I, yeah, I got a rating for you, okay? And I'm really glad that you didn't take mine. As soon as you said 1000 feet up, I'm like, son of a bitch. Like how did he how, right? <clears throat> uh-huh. One of the things that we didn't really you know, we touched upon it, but like there was even more tension that was built when they take him and they bring him up into the sky you don't know what's going to happen like you don't know if they're going to give him a faulty parachute and make it look like an accident try to figure out what if he's going to die so kyle let's say that you're an undercover fbi agent right Uh and uh you've infiltrated this thing let's say that there's 10 of these guys right you're up in the plane and you don't like you're inside you're like wow one of these bags is probably faulty and they're going through this whole thing where like oh don't use that bag he doesn't pack it well use this bag oh don't use this use this one really cool scene in the movie it Mm -hmm. brought so much tension and anxiety into my life yeah um little do you know all of them work just fine 
But Kyle, if you're up on this plane with 10, there's nine other people, so there's 10 parachutes, right? Uh-huh. How confident are you, based on your enjoyment of this movie, how many of those parachutes actually will deploy correctly? Got you. Um, well, first of all, I wanted to comment on what you said about how uh, these imaginary mystical people that would chastise us for only giving such high-ranking scores. I think you have to look at it also from the relevant that we're attempting to watch either movies that neither of us have seen, or a lot of times we're at least doing a lot of movies that you haven't seen because you have a self-admitted blind spot with a lot of movies. So, yeah. I think on that explanation, in general, we're going to be watching a lot of primarily pretty good, solid shit. Yeah. So, and also, action movies was a big blind spot for me. Yeah, and, and I've learned movies, how much I love it. <laughs> there, there are a lot of enjoyment in them. So I think also in that, like, you're going to get a lot of high scores. And with that, Shawnee, I like you at your level. I'm going to give this like nine of these parachutes are fucking going to open. Like, hell yeah. I also can't give it a perfect movie. There's a lot of Blah, a lot of weirdness, a lot of uh, loose plot threads. But it, again, we don't care. We're watching an action movie. It's there as like the substance to get us through to jumping out of planes or robbing banks with presidential masks on. It serves the purpose. I'm not trying to overanalyze it. I'm here to have a good time. And goddamn Point Break is a fantastic time. So Mm -hmm. absolutely 100% nine of these parachutes. Without a doubt. One of the first lines that I remember hearing in this movie was uh, Johnny Utah being called a hot shot. Yeah. Which happens. I was like, man, that is, I, I just got like, ah, oh, speed. Of course, speed. And I was like, man, all that's missing is pop quiz. Pop quiz, hot shot. You got to jump out of a plane. No, fantastic movie, buddy. I'm glad that we did so, this. This was a perfect, like you said, little appetizer to the upcoming action-filled month we're going to have, which we are now calling... Oh, shit. Don't just give it to me. So this is why (laughs) why we have to decide on this, because I have to put it on the title card, the title card that I've already made for this movie. But then I've realized that Action Movie December always has a custom Action Movie December part on the card. So what do we call this? Okay, here's one I just thought of, and it's a parody of uh, action movie spoof. We okay. just call this Action Movie December Part Duh. I love it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're into that? Yeah, I'm into that. Okay. I got to figure out how to fit it all in, because it's in the lower corner that's very small. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It, I could just do Action Movie Part Duh. Okay, I like that. Okay. Action movie that? part duh. Okay. I, I like well, it. There we go. Yeah, All if right. we decide on something else, we'll change it next week. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Stay stay around, people. We, we're very fluid. But yeah, uh, action <laughs> movie part duh will officially kick off next month. I think I know my movie, buddy. I don't know mine yet. Do you want to give me yours? Yeah, I'll go ahead and I give it now then. Yeah. We'll do, let's kick off with yours and then sure. we'll do mine and then we're going to have Ryan and Michael on for the last week. So and that leaves I think we're going to do Phil with... Oh, are uh, we getting Phil? Yeah, 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 I think, yeah. I think that was our plan. Go. We're going to have Phil on with, uh, what's, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Because again, yeah, yeah. there's a shitload JCPD. of those that we can get through though. And if we just have Phil on once a year, that's also kind of boring. I love having Phil on, so... Yeah. 
What did I we do with Ryan and Michael? Lethal, lethal Weapon? or I believe that's where we've hour. kind of flirted with. I think that's where we'll probably end up, is okay. Lethal Weapon. That's where it seems I've never seen added. those, so. Okay. My mom loved them. Everybody's parents loved them if they're our yeah. age. Yeah, that's true. Get too so. old for this shit. You, you even quoted <laughs> that to me before yeah. recording this episode. I did, because I am getting uh, So what's your movie? Uh, I'll so watch my that movie, for next week. I thought about it a lot. Uh... Bringing in a kung fu flick, buddy. Not only kung okay. fu, the king of kung fu, Mr. Jackie Chan. A little okay. movie called Rumble in the Bronx. Okay, I've Have, seen this movie, but not since I was like seven. Okay, good. It's it's fucking great. One young. of my one of my top action movies ever. I I'm dude. I'm here for that. I couldn't tell you. I watched a lot of Jackie Chan yeah. when I was a little kid, but in my head right now, looking back, they're all the same exact movie. A lot so of them. I'm hype. Oh, I'm. Right, let's do it, buddy. Rumble in the Bronx. Bubble in the Bronx. Uh, all right. Hype. All right, dude. This was an absolute blast. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Find us on socials. Uh, we're Experience Grind on the Facebook. Kyle is EXP Grind Podcast on Twitter. I'm Sean NT on Twitter. S-H-A-U-N. I was going to say, um, get the U in there, everybody. Yeah, or else you're probably going to find some weirdo. Actually, it probably doesn't even exist. I know what I'm going to do. You should just make gonna get all the tw- of them. The Twitter handle of every you spelling. The, you need the W-N and the E-A-N. Yes. That's way too much work, and I really don't need to do that. But I should just get it just in You case. should, and then just retweet. And redirect him. Yeah. It, it you're looking tweets. for Sean in the bio. You're looking for this one. <laughs> Oh, man, that's brilliant. Some douchebag listening to this is going to take it and try to sell them to me. Ah, Speaking Uh, of that douchebag, he can go shot himself. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, Kyle, you tell people what they can go do. Yeah. Then everybody go shot yourself. (laughs)